Chapter 17, verses 1 through 5 of Catina Aria, Commentary in the Four Gospels Collected Out of the Works of the Fathers, Volume 2, Gospel of St. John, by St. Thomas Aquinas. The Sebervax recording is in the public domain. Chapter 17, verses 1 through 5 These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy Son, that thy Son also may glorify thee as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou givest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. Chrysostom. After having said, In the world ye shall have tribulation, our Lord turns from admonition to prayer, thus teaching us in our tribulations to abandon all other things and flee to God. Bede. These things spake Jesus, those things that he had said at the supper, partly sitting, as far as the words, Arise, let us go hence, and thence standing up to the end of the hymn which now commences, and lifting up his eyes, and said, Father, the hour is come, glorify thy Son. Persostom. He lifted up his eyes to heaven, to teach us intentness in our prayers, that we should stand with uplifted eyes, not of body only, but of the mind. Augustine. Our Lord, in the form of a servant, could have prayed in silence had he pleased. But he remembered that he had not only to pray, but to teach. For not only his discourse, but his prayer also, was for his disciples' edification. Yea, and for ours who read the same. Father, the hour is come, shows that all time, and everything that he did or suffered to be done, was at his disposing who is not subject to time, nor that we might suppose that this hour came by any fatal necessity, but rather by God's ordering, away with the notion that the stars could doom to death the creator of the stars. Hilary, he doth not say that the day or the time, but that the hour is come. An hour contains a portion of a day. What was this hour? He was now to be spit upon, scourged, and crucified. But the Father glorifies the Son. The Son failed in his course, and with him all the other elements felt that death. The earth trembled under the weight of our Lord hanging on the cross, and testified that it had not power to hold within it him who was dying. The centurion proclaimed, Truly this was the Son of God. The event answered the prediction. Our Lord had said, Glorify thy Son, testifying that he was not the Son in name only, but properly the Son. Thy Son, he saith, many of us are sons of God, but not such is the Son. For he is the proper true Son by nature, not by adoption, in truth, not in name, by birth, not by creation. Therefore, after his glorifying to the manifestation of the truth, there succeeded confession. The centurion confesses him to be the true Son of God, that so none of his believers might doubt what one of his persecutors could not deny. Augustine, 
but if he was glorified by his passion how much more by his resurrection for his passion rather showed his humility than his glory so we must understand father the hour is come glorify thy son to mean the hour is come for sowing the seed humility defer not the fruit glory hilary but perhaps this proves weakness in the son his waiting to be glorified by one superior to himself and who does not confess that the father is superior seeing that he himself saith the father is greater than i but beware lest the honor of the father impair the glory of the son it follows that thy son also may glorify thee so then the son is not weak inasmuch as he gives back in his turn glory for the glory which he receives this petition for glory is to be given and repaid shows the same divinity to be in both augustine but it is justly asked how the son can glorify the father when the eternal glory of the father never experienced abasement in the form of man and in respect of his own divine perfection does not admit of being added to but among men this glory was less when god was only known in judea and therefore the son glorified the father when the gospel of christ spread the knowledge of the father among the gentiles glorify thy son that thy son also may glorify thee i e raise me from the dead that by me thou mayest be known to the whole world then he unfolds further the manner in which the son glorifies the father as thou hast given him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him all flesh signifies all mankind the part being put for the whole and this power which is given to christ by the father over all flesh must be understood with reference to his human nature hilary for being made flesh himself he was about to restore eternal life to frail corporeal and mortal man hilary if christ be god not begotten but unbegotten then let this receiving be thought weakness but not if his receiving a power signifies his begetting in which he received what he is this gift cannot be counted for weakness for the father is such in that he gives the son remains god in that he hath received the power of giving eternal life chrysostom he sayest thou hast given him power over all flesh to show that his preaching extended not to the jews only but to the whole world but what is all flesh for all did not believe so far as lay with him all did if they did not attend to his words it was not his fault who spoke but theirs who did not receive augustine he sayest as thou hast given him power over all flesh so the son may glorify thee i e make thee known to all flesh which thou hast given him for thou hast so given it to him that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him hilary and in what eternal life is he then shows and this is eternal life that they may know thee the only true god to know the only true god is life but this alone does not constitute life what else then is added and jesus christ whom thou hast sent hilary the arians hold that 
as the father is the only true only just only wise god the son hath no communion of these attributes for that which is proper to one cannot be taken of by another and as these are as they think in the father alone and not in the son they are necessarily considered the son a false and vain god hilary but it must be clear to every one that the reality of anything is evidenced by its power for that is true wheat which when rising with grain and fenced with ears and shaken out by the winnowing machine and ground into corn and baked into bread and taken for food fulfills the nature and function of bread i ask then wherein the truth of divinity is wanting to the son who hath the nature and virtue of divinity for he who so made use of the virtue of his nature as to cause to be things which were not and to do everything which seemed good to him hilary because he says thee the only does he separate himself from communion and unity with god he doth separate himself but that he adds immediately in jesus christ whom thou hast sent for the catholic faith confesses christ to be true god in that it confesses the father to be the only true god for natural birth did not introduce any change of nature into the only begotten god augustine dismissing then the arians let us see if we are forced to confess that by the words that they may know thee to be the only true god he means us to understand that the father only is the true god in such sense as that only the three together father son and holy ghost are to be called god does our lord's testimony authorize us to say that the father is the only true god the son the only true god the holy ghost the only true god and at the same time that the father son and holy ghost together i e the trinity are not three gods but one true god augustine or is not the order of the words that they may know thee and jesus christ whom thou hast sent to be the only true god the holy spirit being necessarily understood because the spirit is only the love of the father and the son consubstantial with both if then the son so glorifies thee as thou hast given him power over all flesh and thou hast given him the power that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him and this is life eternal to know thee it follows that he glorifies thee by making thee known to all whom thou hast given him moreover if the knowledge of god is life eternal the more advance we make in this knowledge the more we make in life eternal but in life eternal we shall never die where then there is no death there will then be perfect knowledge of god there will god be most glorified because his glory will be greatest glory was defined among the ancients to be fame accompanied with praise but if man is praised in dependence on what is said of him how will god be praised when he shall be seen as in the psalm blessed are they who dwell in thy house they will be always praising thee there will be praise of god without end where will be full knowledge of god there then shall be heard the everlasting praise of god for there will there be full knowledge of god and therefore full glorifying of him augustine 
what he said to his servant Moses, I am that I am, this we shall contemplate in life eternal. Augustine. For when sight has been made, our faith truth, then eternity shall take possession of and displace our mortality. Augustine. But God is first glorified here, when he is proclaimed, made known to, and believed in by men. I have glorified thee on the earth. Hilary. This new glory with which our Lord had glorified the Father does not imply any advancement in Godhead, but refers to the honor received from those who are converted from ignorance to knowledge. Chrysostom. He says on the earth, for he had been glorified in heaven, both in respect of the glory of his own nature and of the adoration of the angels. The glory, therefore, here spoken of, is not that which belongeth to his substance, but that which pertaineth to the worship of man. Wherefore it follows, I have finished the work which thou givest me to do. Augustine. Not thou commandest me, but thou givest me, implying evidently grace. For what hath human nature, even in the only begotten, what it hath not received? But how had he finished the work which he had been given him to do, when there yet remained his passion to undergo? He says he finished it, i.e., he knows for certain that he will. Chrysostom, or I have finished, i.e., he had done all his own part, or had done the chief of it, that standing for the whole, for the root of the good was planted, or he connects himself with the future, as if it were already present. Hilary, after which, that we may understand the reward of his obedience, and the mystery of the whole dispensation, he adds, And now glorify me with the glory with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. Augustine, he had said above, Father, the hour is come, glorify thy Son, that thy Son also may glorify thee. The order of which words shows that the Son was first to be glorified by the Father, that the Father might be glorified by the Son. But now he says, I have glorified thee, and now glorify me, as if he had first glorified the Father, and then asked to be glorified by him. We must understand that the first is the order in which one was to succeed the other, but that afterwards uses a past tense, to express a thing future, the meaning being, I will glorify thee on the earth, by finishing the work thou hast given me to do. And now, Father, glorify me, which is quite the same sentence with the first one, except that he adds here the mode in which he is to be glorified, with the glory which I had before the world was, with thee. The order of the words is, the glory which I had with thee before the world was. This has been taken by some to mean that the human nature, which was assumed by the word, would be changed into the word, that man would be changed into God, or, to speak more correctly, be lost in God. For no one would say that the word of God would by that change be doubled, or even made at all greater. But we avoid this error if we take the glory which he had with the Father before the world was to be the glory which he predestined for him on earth. For if we believe him to be the Son of Man, 
we need not be afraid to say that he was predestined this predestined time of his being glorified he now saw was arrived that he might now receive what had been aforetime predestined he prayed accordingly and now father glorify me etc i e that glory which i had with thee by thy predestination it is now time that i should have at thy right hand hilary or he prayed that he that which was mortal might receive the glory immortal that the corruption of the flesh might be transferred and absorbed into the incorruption of the spirit end of chapter seventeen verses one through five